Today, I'm speaking with Suryani Hostetler. Suryani is a busy single mom of two, an author, and a business owner. Today, she's sharing about the challenges that stemmed from losing her mom when she was a teen, and how she's evolved from seeking her identity and guidance from others to living life on her own terms. You're listening to The Inspired Way, stories of everyday heroines, real life inspiration. I'm your host, transformational coach and connection catalyst, CJ Rivard. Join me weekly to hear real life inspiration and tips for tackling your life's challenges. Each week you'll hear from a relatable woman who shares about her struggles and the tools she used to work through them. By being women of courageous action, vision, and ongoing evolution, each of us can create a ripple of positive impact. And together, we'll create a wave of change. Join us. All right. Hello there. Thank you for joining us. I am so excited to be back with you. And today we're going to be talking to Suriani Hostetler. Welcome, Suriani. Nice to have you with us. Hi. Uh, and you heard Thank a little you bit. Thank you for having me. It's my pleasure. Um, so you've heard a little bit about her in our introduction, but Suriani, do you have just a, a little about yourself, maybe where you live that you'd like to share with us, help us get to know you a little bit more? Sure. Uh, my name is Suriani Hostetler. I live in Connecticut. Uh, I'm a single parent with two boys. Um, professionally, I have been in corporate accounting for a number of years. However, a year and a half ago, I set out on my own, on uh, my own business, doing accounting and bookkeeping. I'm originally from Malaysia. I came here, uh, way, gosh, so long ago, just to go to college and ended up uh, making a living here. Life's twists and turns. Um, so thank you for sharing that. Yes. And I also understand you brought a really fabulous quote you'd share with us um, before we get started. Would you mind doing that? Sure. Yes, sure. Well, I follow a ton of quotes, but the ones, some of the ones that, one of the ones that really stick out to me is know what you want and decide that you're going to have it. Now, on the face of it, it doesn't, uh, it seems pretty simple, but there's a lot of work involved with knowing what you want and deciding that you're going to have it. You have to really work at really knowing yourself, being self-aware, and after knowing your yourself in a healthy way, meaning that you're not, you're being honest with yourself, your, your strengths and weaknesses. After knowing what you want, deciding to have it is another journey because a lot of times we know what we want, mm -hmm. but we stop ourselves from having it because we haven't decided yet. Yeah. Until you decide to do something, nothing's going to happen. So I'm a work in progress there, but I'm always aware of that um, yeah. that mindset. That's a that's a that great, has helped me. Yeah, that's a great quote. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah, I find that there's a big difference between just even deciding that you want something and being a hundred percent committed to making it happen. Because so often yep. we're dreaming, we're thinking about Commitment. it, we're dreaming about it, 
maybe even talking about it, but if you're not really committed to what it's going to take to make it happen, it it frequently doesn't if it's, if it's something new or out of the comfort zone. That's a great one. Thank you. Uh, I hadn't heard that before. Yeah. You said the the keyword. Yeah. The keyword is commitment. Basically when you decide that means that's a much higher level of commitment, which means you don't let anything stand in your way. That's right. so Most Suriani, people don't really decide, but you yeah. know, it's, it's hard to decide. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that's true. Uh, so I know the, the story or the journey you're going to share with us today starts quite a while ago uh, with your childhood. So can you, can you tell us a little bit about where you were at, back in Malaysia and um, uh, how you started your journey? Sure. Um, well, to start with, I was uh, this, you know, this shy reserved kid as a, as a kid in Malaysia. I was always kind of like a loner, you know, playing by myself and not really have any friends. And as I grew up, I've lived so much in my head, like wondering about the world around me. And I've had to seek those answers within me. And then a pivotal turn in my childhood was in during my adolescent years, my mom was really sick and uh, she ended up passing away. So at that early age, the ramification is I ended up not only already being tuning into myself, but I felt like I lacked the sense of direction. Mm-hmm. So I had to seek out that sense of direction from other resources, include many, many things, including coming to the United States, going to college, which was a really you know worthwhile endeavor. Um, and I did good there. Um, however, there were always that external resource I had to depend on is what people tell me to do, what I think I should do, what the mm-hmm. culture dictates or whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. And to cut it, to cut things short, like basically throughout the years, I've tried to really learn how to depend on myself, learn on my own values and my, what I really want to do uh, compared to what other people tell me to do. Mm-hmm. And that has been a journey in itself. So, um, and within that journey has many other challenges that I had to navigate and learn and relearn and <laughs> get stuck and relearn. Like um, self-sufficiency is something that I've, I've had to grow into. It didn't happen overnight. Yeah. And how, how old were you when you lost your mom? I was about 15, yeah. Uh, at an age when I think most, from what I've done research throughout my 20s, I was into the brain, like analyze research. Um, what happened during a teenage girl's life when she lost uh, mom at a, some specific age, teenager being that age, was I my identity wasn't really formed yet and I was seeking that role model. And that's why I could understand myself. I was seeking who, who do I follow? Who do I follow in terms of how to lead my life? So that was a lot of looking out for direction, um, which is not a bad thing. However, where it, in, where it didn't serve me well was when I followed that direction despite what my real self would tell me to do or be or have. Mm-hmm. So that so I had did, to discover for myself. Do, do you think that uh, there was a, a time period where you kind of knew 
deep down that it didn't, it wasn't right for you, but you were doing it because of other people's expectations or society expectations? Exactly. Okay. Got it. Yeah, to a certain extent, yes. There were things that obviously I, I enjoyed doing. I loved going to college. I loved the learning environment. It made me feel competent. Uh, that accomplishment, um, you know, achievement in college, good grades and things like that was something I really felt proud about. However, I grew to seek that kind of, that kind of external feeling of ex- accomplishment versus what do I really want to do? And later yeah. on, as I go through uh, my separate, several, career, uh, several different places that I worked in my career, it led me to come to the conclusion that I want to own my own business and really live life on my own terms. And that led to me owning my own business. But like nice. I said, that's years and years in between where I had to evolve to that part. You had to walk that path and that corporate that ladder. Yeah. So that's, uh, <laughs> it's such a, a great point to bring up because I think that a lot of us, I don't know percentages, but I think a lot of us uh, grow up l- seeking external validation, which is what you're really talking about, external validation and external guidance. And it sounds like your journey Mm -hmm. has really been learning to move inward and trust your internal guidance or your uh, intuition perhaps your, your gut. And uh, Um, I would say is like inner knowing you can, if you know yourself so well, which I'm constantly working, if you know yourself so well, you're honest with yourself, no matter what you're honest with what you can do, what you can't do. uh, You can accomplish anything because you're coming from a healthy perspective of yourself, a stronger version of yourself as a version that's not based on, you know, things in the air, like you can do everything. That's not true. You can't do everything. However, you can be the best you you can because only you can do certain things better than other people. You can't do everything. There's a lot of positivism up there that's not really based on truth. So you kind of have to have a healthy perspective on yourself and you can't do everything, but you can be the best person that you can be because that's only one of you. That's right. In the whole world. So why waste it? But it's very important to not sell sell yourself short either because of of lack of self confidence or limiting beliefs, which it seems like um, you've certainly worked through and and overcome. You're you're very aware of your abilities and have a thriving business of your own, which we know is not easy to do. Uh, and tell me, I I know that you mentioned you are a single mom as well so you're you're juggling currently you're juggling entrepreneurship and uh raising two boys yes um i have been a single mom for a number of years now uh it's definitely been a journey i've had to really um you know sometimes the things that i've i've had to dig within myself around the determination when it's not there, I've had to come for support like we all do. 
and counting for support sometimes is hard because somebody like me who's pride who pride myself on being self-sufficient to embrace the fact that well sometimes I need support so yeah that is a learning curve as well there's yeah. a lot of learning there however through it all um, I just take one day at a time sometimes things uh, things are hard and things don't look that uh, positive but I just take one day at a time and know that these two will pass mm-hmm. uh, being a single mom is definitely one of my uh, defining experience where I've had to uh, speak stuff that stuff within myself in order to get, get through sometimes mm-hmm. but uh, I'm, I'm blessed because I've had a lot of resources a lot of wonderful people to count on and two wonderful kids so um, I count my blessing that's, that's all his awesome. blessings when you look at it yeah Absolutely. and um, by no means I'm not there yet when you say I've come through the challenge I'm not there yet it's one day at a time <laughs> um, challenges are like that you are never through it just that's when you right. get done something something else comes up and that's true that's life but it's yeah. it's a journey not a destination that's true yeah thanks I for pointing yeah. that out <laughs> yeah and my my business yeah um I'm still growing it uh I just started basically a year ago so I'm still growing it and like I say it's, it's one step at a time yeah so what what would you say is is one habit you've developed that really helps with your state of mind? One habit. Um, I would say mo- most mornings, I try my best to really focus my mind on two or three things that I need to get done and align my thoughts into that kind of action. Like, you know, instead of, letting my thoughts all over the place I discipline it and say I'm going to think this of myself today I'm going to think that I'm I'm capable of achieving what I want to achieve and uh, I'm going to tap deep within myself for the strength to get through the day no matter what happens so when I say that to myself in the morning doesn't mean the day is going to turn out perfect a lot of times it doesn't a lot of times those things on the to-do list don't get done because of distraction but however I come out of it feeling okay, feeling okay, I did my best. And uh, it's the feeling that that I did the best I can and I'm good with it. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's important to set, I think it's important to set your mindset in the morning. It's the yeah. first thing you should do in the morning. That two minutes or two or three minutes when you set your mind and keep it aligned to what you want to accomplish and who you really are, that's powerful. And like I said, I haven't, I haven't done it every single day <laughs> not perfect but um i try my best so work in progress that is a, an amazing habit to um cultivate for sure thank you for for sharing right. that uh suriyani do you have um a, a final a piece of advice or piece of wisdom that we haven't really highlighted yet that you feel like has been significant in in your journey, something you've learned um, that's helped mm-hmm. bring you forward to who you are now? Um, okay, you know, the, you know the movie Gremlins, right? <laughs> and I take this from uh, Dr. Brené Brown, who is one of my most favorite um, motivational uh, teachers. She said, beware the gremlins in your mind. And I used it where I think the gremlins is the thoughts that uh, before you even start the day sometimes 
the gram news come in and kabosh, like your whole good intention goes down the drain. And I am always trying to be aware of my thoughts because before anybody else even say a word to you, sometimes you're already, you know, and a level that's not productive. So uh, my, my wisdom on that is that beware of your thoughts. So beware, to me personally, beware of my gremlins. I tell that to my kids too. It's just self-talk. That. I can either bring them up or bring them down. That's so it's, true. Uh, it's, it's a learning thing. You know, your thoughts are running so unconsciously. You're not even aware of it. So yeah. um, requires some discipline. Yeah. Know your thoughts, basically. That's, yeah. that's so true. And your thoughts lead to your feelings and your actions. Oh, and yeah. it all starts there. That's amazing. You would not believe. It all starts from the thoughts, then the feelings, then the behavior, and then... No wonder you don't produce what you want to produce. So um, be aware of your thoughts. Yes. Gremlins. (laughs) Those things that that, uh, get away from you if you're not watching. That is a a great parting piece of wisdom. Thank you. So tell us, I know that besides being an entrepreneur, you are an author. And I would like to share how people can learn more about you and your books and connect. Sure. Sure. Um, in 2020, I produced two Kindle books. They're short books, short read. Now these two books have, I've worked on them for years before that. It's just that for coincidentally, 2020 was when they both got published. Uh, one book is called Journey of Resilience, which is uh, a story of my journey in childhood, losing my mom early and what that meant to me, the ramification of that throughout the rest of my life until now, how I looked at it, getting some perspective, uh, healing, a lot of healing. Is a, I would think it's a pretty deep book, um, but it, I would, I'm hoping that it will give a lot of um, insight to people, not necessarily in the same situation, but there are things that people can relate to in mm-hmm. terms of moving past a tragedy and grief and healing because of it. The other book is about my journey as a single mom called Rise to Resilience, um, story of a, a true story of a single mom. And it talked about my journey being a single mom and how I've had to encounter a couple of instances where it was very difficult and I struggled with it and I managed to um, overcome the challenge and the things that I did in order to get that, um, to overcome the, the challenge. Um, basically, I hope that would cater more to single mothers, although it can be for anyone who would know a single, mo- uh, single parent or otherwise. Mm-hmm. Great. Super. So uh, where can people connect with you or learn more about you? Or do you have a website where the books are available? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm more on my Facebook profile page, which is Sharpline Accounting Services, but also okay. on my website www.sharplineaccountingservices.com. Sharpline is spelled S-H-A-R-P-L-I-N-E, sharplineaccountingservices.com. And that's the name of my Facebook business page as well, Sharpline Accounting Services. And you can also contact me at 203-918-8875. Super. Great. Well, I'll share all of that in the show notes for sure, um, because people may not be in a position to take notes at the moment. So you can check back for that. And uh, thank you so much for sharing so much, not just your time, but your wisdom. 
this has been a, a great you. conversation. I appreciate you. And uh, thank you for listening. All right. Have a good day. Thank you. Take care. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to join our free women's Facebook group if you're not there already. That's where all the action is taking place. And sign up for our newsletter. When you do, you'll receive a complimentary growth plan template. We'll talk to you soon. Take care.